0: So hey guys, it's uh, Andy here and Dave from another um, awesome episode of the Mountain Malarkey podcast. Um, say hey, Dave.
1: Hey, how's it going, everybody? Cue the music.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so Dave, um, well we got a an awesome. Um, uh, guest on the podcast today haven't we?
1: Yeah yeah really excited about this one it's um, someone that we've been sort of following for a little while um, because of you know what she's achieved in the past and especially what she's yeah. doing now. Um, she's a world record breaker um, you know sort of uh, adventurer from her DNA up so um, yeah this is going to be an awesome one.
0: Yeah no. so so Paula Power um, is, is is on our podcast today um, she's sharing her, her kind of journey with us, um, as the, uh, as part of the first female team to reach the North pole, uh, back in 1997 and yeah, it's, 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 you know, see what you can, you can glean from it, as we say, um, glean a golden nugget from it or two. And, um, yeah, and, and obviously we'll, we'll talk about it a little bit at the end. Um, but Dave, yeah, should we, should we go straight into the recording? I, I
1: yeah, I think, yeah, let's, uh, enough of us, let's bring Paula in.
0: Nice. Let's go. Yeah. Hey, Paula. Um, thanks for joining us on, uh, the mountain malarkey podcast. Um, you are second um, person to come on the podcast. So yeah, thanks for making the effort and being available and everything. I know you're, you're busy. Um, but yeah, I, I suppose what I'd like to start with, um, Paula is, is maybe to tell us a little bit about your journey and go back to firstly, why you got into what you got into and, and, you know, you went to the polar, uh, the, the North pole back in 1997, um, and, yeah, just, just tell us a bit more about that journey, really, just before we, we kind of go into things.
2: Yeah, sure. So um, so I've always had a thirst for adventure, travel and adventure, always, you know, even from yeah. the young age. I remember when I was 16 and saying to my parents, um, I want to get a chip ban so I can go and <laughs> travel. <laughs> <laughs> and they said, yeah, sure. So I'd already written a business plan, you know, and they just said, don't be stupid
0: so you That's hear that kind of language,
2: you know? when you're a kid you hear that language um I know. It can impact what you do can't it so um i never did the chip van but um but i did have continued that thirst for adventure and travel and it started um i suppose travelling in greece working in greece so yeah. the impact, I, I guess the sort of initiation of that the real sort of go for it yeah, uh, yeah. approach came from Actually, quite an emotive thing, which happened—a traumatic event actually happened when I was seventeen. Okay. So, um, which I'm happy to share because it's massive, and I think a lot yeah. of us experience trauma. Yeah. Um, and what do we do as a, as a result of that? And for me, um, so my sister was killed in a car crash. Actually. Oh right, right. Yeah. Yeah. So big, big style, and I was seventeen. So you know that age is really you know you're starting to develop your ideas and what you're going to do next it would have been university maybe or whatever so um for me it was like I'm not going to university I'm going traveling I've got to, there's so much to do and it, <laughs> it felt like um that was the only thing to do for me it just felt natural and so I started in Greece and then I went uh, lived in South Africa for two years and awesome. traveled all the way through Central East Africa Um, and then went back 20 years later because I went into education teaching kids and I and I ended up doing expeditions with kids aged 13 to 18 and took them back to places I lived you know so it was amazing (laughs) and yeah so that's how that that's always been part of me and it's still there I thought I'd have kids and that would be the end of it but uh, it's not,
1: <laughs> not yeah
2: <at> no <laughs> so uh the North so the North Pole came actually yeah, yeah. um it was just I saw an advert in the Times newspaper so and I thought oh my god that'd be amazing uh you know to be a part of something like that yeah they've done some great stuff but to be it's bigger than myself it felt bigger and I thought this would be amazing plus um it was with all women, and I've never yeah. really done much work with women. Everybody that I'd worked with in the outdoor industry had been men, mostly. Yeah. It just seems to, to seem to have been that way. So I thought this is the bigger challenge: <laughs> this, the all woman thing. The physical side, I thought, no, I'm fine, I can do this. Um, but we didn't really plan for the mental aspect of it. You know, yeah. This is in '97. And being the first all woman team, um, we had a lot to prove.
0: Yeah. You know?
2: Yeah. Right. So there was no failing. We've got to do. This. We've got to do this. So in a way, it was something that was never really talked about. You know, you're either in it or you're not. You know, mm. how you manage it is up to you. How you manage it. You know. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: So, I love that phrase, though. You know, you took on an adventure that you felt was bigger than yourself. Yeah. That's, a, that's I love that phrase because we hear it a lot, you know, where yeah. people, they, they're they so small, the challenge is so big, yeah. and that can be really intimidating. And for yeah. you as well, to factor in, you know, back then, you know, in like the 90s, we're not, I mean, we probably need to be a lot more forward thinking now, but even back then to be part of mm. an all-women team, I imagine yeah. there was a large part of the people, uh, of society that thought, oh, well, they won't do it. Yeah. You know, they're, they're obviously going to fail. It so is let's crazy, isn't it? Fail, You know, and yeah. each one of you carried that burden, you know, silently within your minds going into it. Mm. Actually, that pressure and to be able to deal with that was amazing. And we should say as well that it was, you, you hold a world record for what you achieved.
2: Yeah, you were in the
0: Guinness do. Book of Records, right?
2: Yes we did as a team because it was the first all-woman relay so we didn't mm-hmm. all get to the North Pole because yeah. it mostly finances of course as you guys yeah. have done that yeah. um, so we did it in a relay so and also because of time commitments of work so yeah. each of us spent th- up to three weeks on the ice so and it's so the organisers obviously get to go to the North Pole, right? Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> A fair way of doing it, isn't it? They're like, right, well, we're going
2: Exactly, <laughs> yeah. But, you know, that was never an issue for me about yeah. getting to the North Pole. It was like being part of something big like this and yeah. to, be able to to achieve what we did in really dire um, environment and circumstances. Yeah. That um, was incredible because, you know, we, we were there were six other teams that were, you know, sort of Japanese team. There was a couple of guys from UK, Canada and, you know, not everybody made it, you know, because really, yeah, this kit failing, the, the environment is so unpredictable. I mean, you could be walking on, because it's all ice, solid ice. It's yeah. not, well, not solid ice. It's not land. Yeah, it's basically, so sea
0: it's ice, new, isn't it?
2: Yeah, yeah absolutely so it's so unpredictable and we had this um five days of drift as well so on my leg we were going backwards we went we nearly ended up in greenland (laughs) so you know it's just like being on a boat without an engine and without wind and the tide was just taking us to greenland
0: (laughs) it's not bad (laughs) is it just just drift over to greenland
1: yeah. You sit down and have That's a slightly longer thing. lunch. <laughs> yes. Imagine that. You sit down and have a slightly longer lunch, and you're two miles further back than where you need to be. You know. Wow. So, it is amazing. I'm so fascinated by polar exploration. It's quite interesting, actually, that we we really wanted to get guests on that had these amazing stories. Yeah. And the first two guests that we have were both ladies mm. who had got world records at
0: either end of the earth. Yeah, that's right, yeah. which is weird, actually. Yeah. We never intended this, by the way. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was.
1: We just we reached out to people who we knew had like great stories and and who had achieved stuff, but also we didn't want to reach out to people that it was water off a duck's back. You know those yeah. you know those individuals that are high up on pedestals in the adventure world. We wanted real stories from real people, and it just so happens that the first two that we have was a, <laughs> a another lady called Kath Pendleton who. Um, has a world record for swimming a mile um, in the South Pole, yeah, um, oh. and and then yourself um, world record for reaching the uh, the North Pole. So, wow, that's um, brilliant! Yeah, I think so it's a little bit a, random. Yeah, isn't we only need it? a we need a world record for the uh, something to do with the equator, yeah, and then we'll be laughing.
0: <laughs> 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 well, you think we were awesome at planning this stuff? But um, so yeah, Paula. Then so with with the journey to the North Pole, and obviously as a team. Um, yeah. you know and we we find you know ourselves when we're in expeditions and things that team dynamics is always uh, interesting one yeah um, and working with your, your your team members what 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 you learned from that or your challenges from, from working as a team was it was there anything that any big memories that stand out as working as a team on that trip,
2: yeah, definitely, yeah. So, actually, for me, from a learning experience, is um, it really because I'm quite independent. I've always been quite independent. Yeah, I just don't want to do it, and I very rarely reach out to other people for support. It's like I can do it, I can do it, and actually, you can't, right? You yeah. you need yeah. people, and actually, I'm not an island. That's what I've learned more than anything. I'm not an island. It's okay to feel crap.
0: It's <laughs> yeah. okay.
2: To have a really bad day and actually it's okay to ask for help. Um that for me is the biggest thing. Um and yeah. actually yeah and because they were amazing. Um there was a mum and daughter in my team. Now dynamics of that can be quite challenging, right? Oh, yeah yeah depending yeah, on yeah. their
0: relationship right <laughs>
2: yeah <laughs> yeah 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 and and I think um that it did make a difference because I'll be honest, I, a lot of the time, I mean, the greatest thing about this particular exhibition is you don't, you're not always together. You get, you have to just get a head down and get an hour of your own space. Yeah. Just get going. You can't chit, chit chat generally. It's, we've got this time window of three months to get this done. So it's a real pressure to, of time. So,
1: yeah.
2: um, but what we did do at the end of each hour, we would check in with each other. So it would be yeah have you got a frost nip no okay eat something drink something you know refuel and all that stuff yeah um and then we would sort of come together at the end of the day but I think it's about recognizing your strengths and actually um, you know ultimately trusting yourself but also having some really good coping strategies that can really help you okay it's to really tough you know um and if you haven't get them because learn them because it's really important and I learned mine when I was on the ice <laughs> So
0: yeah, learn on the job, is it?
1: <laughs> yeah, that, that that that's a great. You know, you, you made it easy for yourself. You know, some some of us watch uh, YouTube videos. Yeah, with the North Pole. Um, <laughs>
0: I, think, I just listened to um, Paula talk, and I can
1: learn from that. That's fine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we, we forget talking about the team. I remember. So I remember in an earlier discussion, we said that you'd reached out to those people sort of relatively recently after a long gap of sort of not talking. Yeah. Um, I wonder how that went, you know, after all those years Ooh. of not speaking to each other and and revisiting yeah. those experiences. I mean, did, did you find that actually you had more in common than you thought you had or did you all have separate experiences?
2: Yeah, I think, again, going back to that idea that we've got a job to do, you know, man up, actually or woman up, because that was the attitude. It's like just woman gonna, up. Yeah. Right. I'm not going to. You know, I'm not gonna. Um, it's not gonna be easy, but so you just got to get on with it. And that was that's what it felt like, actually. Um, yeah. But really interesting. When I did check in with a couple of the girls recently, because of this, because um, I'm writing a story around resilience at the moment, yeah. um, I thought, well, it'd be really good just to find out what it was, what was what's and all. Come on, let's ex- <laughs> let's explore this. What was it really like for you? What what's happened since? What have you learned, etc. And it was really interesting. Some of the things that came out, I thought, wow, well, I was really surprised because um, I thought, because I thought they coped really, really well in those situations, and um, they're saying, well, actually, I've had nightmares. It's been traumatic, and, you know. like, yeah. so, Okay. Right. So you know, and that stuff does not always come out. You no, know? it
0: doesn't, does it? Because it's in. Um, people think I have got to keep that to myself, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And when telling the story, we think I thought and they did, we've got to just, well, not all of them, actually, I won't be, I'm not going to say it for all of them, but I think we still, I still feel that I've got to tell a good story. Yeah. Not once and all, but uh, obviously. It's, it's
0: funny that, because yeah. I've, I've learned that, I mean, just from some of the journeys, I mean, I suppose I've been on it and and sharing them with people. You realise that you build more connections when you're quite open yeah. about it, because in essence, we all share uh, our own um you know we all have negative feelings sometimes negative days yeah. i mean i count myself yeah. as quite a positive guy but yeah you know i'm not no one's bulletproof and it's, it's important to share that stuff so you can support each other right
2: yeah absolutely that's the biggest that, learning
0: yeah. Yeah. yeah
1: i i would i would wholeheartedly agree with that because on any of the expeditions that we've been on um be that you know to africa or or the himalaya predominantly there's always the the group is always made up of almost these cliched personalities. Mm. There's the, the, and what one of one of them is the I don't need any help. I'm fine. I'm gonna go off and do this. The and maverick, show you the I am the <laughs> maverick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then the other one is you know the, the the one that keeps things to themselves and bottles it up. And you yes. think both of those people end up experiencing the same difficulties by mm-hmm. not sharing things that yeah. they're going through. Yeah, um, and. We always find that the most open individuals—the ones that will cry into their food, the mm-hmm. ones that will, you know, <laughs> the ones that will, you know, say if they're unhappy and, and stuff like that—actually uh. tend to be the more successful. Yeah. because yeah. It's, yeah. it's healthy, isn't it? It's that it's... You, you if you didn't feel like you had to cry, yeah. then you know, if or rather, if you feel you need to cry, then that's your mind and body telling you. I've yeah. got something I need to release here and I'm going to do it over my fried rice and egg. And mm-hmm. you're all going to listen and then we'll all help each other. Yeah. And um, one of the great, uh, one of their uh, ever trackers, um, I remember she had the same problem um, where she felt she was in a team of men on her own. I don't mind mm-hmm. me naming her. Her name's Roche, And um, she was in a team of men, all of them much taller than her. She's quite short. So she had short legs and was struggling to keep up day to day. And then halfway through, just kind of broke down, got it all out. And I was trying to jeer up and say, listen, it's not about how long your legs are. You know, you didn't sign on to, when you thought about going on this trip, did you think, I want to do this trip so I can keep up with a load of middle-aged men? Or did you think, I want to do this for me to enrich myself and to achieve something? And when she realized that and reminded herself why she started, um, she was fine. And all it took was a a small
0: breakdown. (laughs) <laughs> you know it totally i remember yeah. that breakdown well over some uh over some fried rice but it was <laughs> but also Namche. in that
2: supportive group as well i mean like supportive yeah. leadership wow you know that's what's so important you
1: know
0: yeah so i important. mean um one question i've got obviously again going back i know we're focusing a lot on, on the polar expedition here because i know it was a big thing in your life um and i always kind of speak to people about the biggest challenges you know or was it was there a moment when you know, maybe it was, it was time to finish it and maybe you weren't going to make it, you know, was it, was it, you know, did you have a scary moment on that trip? You know, have you got any, any memories around that?
2: Yeah, definitely. I've got loads. <laughs> um, I well, got
0: my one, slippers.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, come on, sit down, chill out, I'll tell your story. um But yeah, one particular, there was a couple that, that yeah. built up to this particular moment. So where we'd had this drift and you know a couple of girls went in actually well three went in uh so it's a big rescue thing and you we thought well oh, wow. we've got to rescue we've got to make this happen we've got all we've got is us and our resources what we've got what we know so that was good we covered that that was amazing um well the kit was split so we were split 50 meters between the teams. so we had half the team on one side half the other um but we covered everything um and then a couple of days later, the this drift kept going and we were just frustrating because we hadn't done this treadmill and we're not going to get there, you know, that sort of that negative thinking. And then and there was one particular day, it was a couple of days after this, and we were crossing this lead. Because it was drift, everything was drifting, so these pressure ridges were moving and coming up and, you know, you could be on it and start moving. And that's what happened to me. So I was on this... I was right at the back of the team and we were all crossing this big pressure ridge. And as I was going on top of it, it just started to move, you know, and all this ice was chipping in my face and, you know, but I didn't know what was going to happen, whether it was going to move, I was going to go under with it or what. (laughs) It was
1: That was scary. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, That would have been terrifying.
2: (laughs) Yeah. So the other girls had already got to the other side, which looked relatively flat and relatively safe. And I couldn't move. I was like, you know, that the freeze moment, yeah. literal freeze moment, and uh, that happened to me. And as much as I tried, like my whole body just wouldn't move. My mind was going, come on, we can do this we can do this we can do it. Can do it. <laughs> it's like, no, I'm not doing it. So one of the girls was um she literally going, God, you're arse over it, like really screaming, like really. <laughs> At me. I can't move. So she had to literally throw me over, grabbed hold of me, throw me. I could not move. It was unbelievable. So that was a build, I think that was a build-up of stress and
0: yeah,
2: you know, and in this environment. And then suddenly to it hit me then. That's what it hit me. I was like, okay, this is this is that moment. And uh yeah, so that was powerful. So it was all a bit wobbly anyway after having yeah. had the rescue and everything and then to do that. And then, <laughs> um, so yes, that was probably my scariest
0: moment. Um, yeah, sounds quite scary, isn't it? it yeah. And again, I, I suppose that's an important and a reminder that you've got your teammates to literally pull you over.
1: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What a metaphor for life as well, you know, to be stuck on one part of sea ice drifting away from safety yeah. and, <laughs> and, and, yeah. and having to summon up the courage to do a, a life or death leap in order to like it. that's yeah. that's crazy
2: that moment of being yes I am an island right now
1: yeah <laughs> yeah 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 literally like yeah. I, I am a castaway right now yeah. but um that's <laughs> good one, uh, one one question that um you touched on a second ago which was um you know you're writing a story a book yeah about um resilience um yeah. I'm quite keen to know sort of what you know where the inspiration for writing a book came from and what lessons have you took from your polar expedition and everything from then to now yeah. um you know what what informs the book and and what um you know what lessons of resilience are you going to be able to impart to our ever because i'm all ears <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, I started to, because of the courses that I run, there were mental health awareness and mental health first aid, and a lot of it is all the foundation for understanding what mental health is and stigma and judgment and how you can support other people. So this kindness that runs through it, you know, is hope and hope for recovery and all that. So, um, And since I've been doing the training, some people have said to me, what about resilience? Do you do training in resilience? And I thought, well, yeah, I can do. (laughs) So then I've done some, quite a lot of research um as well within resilience. I've done positive psychology application and interventions um, around positive psychology resilience. And um so it's come from there and um
0: Someone wants your resilience right now. Yeah, Paula <laughs> yeah, yeah. that,
1: Paula, that's opportunity calling, I know it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you know. Um and so that's what it started. And somebody said, "Can you do a presentation around resilience?" So I thought, "Okay, um, let's do that." So I, I put in some of these applications that I've learned, um, mm. talked about the Arctic, and then at the end of it, they said, "Why don't you write a book?" And I said, "Yeah." And then they said, "No, really, write a book." And I thought, "Okay, so what is it about?" And then so it's it's evolved that way. And I think ultimately, the it sort of focuses, I suppose, really for around resilience, the different types of resilience, you know, like the bouncing back, which I think a lot of us can do, um, depending on our culture and our environment, our genetics and that, you know. And then
0: yeah.
2: and there's the um, um, adaptive resilience, which is surviving but not thriving, which I would say was most of my time in the Arctic it was, like, it was like that, you know. Okay. Apart from, from humour, you know, that's sort of really shifted things around. Um which I think a lot of people can, you know, in COVID, for example, I think people have just got on with it, you know, but it's yeah. been surviving. Um, whereas transformational resilience, which is all about how you, the impact of that is transformational. So it creates something new, something different. And um, as opposed to post-traumatic stress, it's post-traumatic growth. So that's it. Okay. What- that's sort of what the book is about and it's dedicated to um my younger self so it's my daughter and um young people really so about being open about being aware self-aware and then knowing how to self-regulate and then create an action around that so um so if that makes any sense
0: so no that's great i love uh, that stuff because it like you brought you mentioned obviously what we're going through over the last what 15 16 months and literally you've had you know you do have kind of the people who just survive and then you've got people who are like okay I'm going to use this as an opportunity to to actually do more than that you know yeah and I think um it's interesting you do see those different types of people in society yeah well I suppose the, the, the big question around that is that why do people why is it that some people do well challenges and then other people don't and other people struggle like what really what why does that happen I mean is it more like you mentioned genetics there is it sometimes Mm. you're born with it or do you think it is the the life experiences you go through as a child for instance
2: yeah it's really interesting so I'll give you a really good example so when I was younger there were three sisters I was I was the youngest and um I love to tell this story so my we were in a car we were young I was about six my middle sister was eight or nine and the elder sister was ten and we were in a car accident with my dad you know oh,
0: wow.
2: and, uh, but he it, it was he just went into a ditch <laughs> It's just you know in the 60s 70s it was just well we well, have just gone into a ditch um, and my <laughs> my elder sister was really sort of positive and you know oh well let's go we've just got a bit of walking to do you know she's ten Uh, middle sister went we're going to die the car's going to blow up (laughs) we're going to die right now so and then I was uh wow mum's going to be really worried (laughs) I was really excited it was like a sense of adventure it was really you know so it's really interesting how different we are so I think part of it is genetics but also part of it is environment and uh, but genetics as in not necessarily in you know an immediate genetics it goes back doesn't it so um epigenetics I suppose but then and environment, but I think, um, and also culture you know, what culture yeah. you're brought up in and, and you're surrounded by. Um, but I think the positive thing is, you, it can be learned, it can be taught, you know, positive interventions, uh, building resilience, it can be taught, you know, and it's never too late. Um, which is what I've learned, actually, So, uh, which is sort of part, of part of the book as well. So that's a really yeah. long winded answer,
1: but no, tell me to it. read the book. I, I love that. Three sisters in a car accident, three separate reactions, yeah. and the dad trying to control all...
0: Sorry, guys, are you actually still there? I can't actually hear or see you.
1: So Mum's gonna be so worried. I can't wait till I tell her. <laughs> and then the other sister going, "Come on, let's just crack on." <laughs> you
0: know. So, um sorry guys, uh, I have disappeared sense. then. Oh, okay,
1: so back,
0: really. have um, you, um, uh, is, is it been fine? Sorry, I'm. I can always edit this little bit out. But is it? Um, yeah. has it been fine since I've been here? Since I've left? Uh,
1: no, it stopped. It stopped recording.
0: It stopped um, recording. Okay, cool. It says recording now. Wicked. Right, let's let's carry on.
1: And then say, "Oh, that so." Oh, that's amazingly interesting, Paula. Thank you. Um, Andy's been here the whole time. There's nothing untoward happening. Um, (laughs) Brilliant. (laughs) Yeah, what I was saying then was about the um, traumatic growth. You know, I really find that quite interesting. And Mm -hmm. what I love about these lessons is that they are, you know, they're applicable to every aspect, every aspect of life. We always say that everyone's Everest is different. Some people's Everest is Everest. Some people's Everest is being able to leave the house for a few minutes a day and yeah. confront the outside world. And mm-hmm. when you really distill all of those things down, particularly in the adventure travel community, yeah. it, it sort of, adventure travel I always find is like, it takes all the things that you might find stressful in life mm. and it puts them under a stress test. <laughs> you know, it, it it, does, it's, doesn't it? like, it's like, okay, so you're, you're, you know, if you have these fears about, you know, being outside and surrounded by people, there'll be a moment on an adventure travel trip where it's like extract of that fear Mm -hmm. and it's put to the test. And what I love is that you can go through those experiences. You can make yourself incredibly uncomfortable and be Mm -hmm. incredibly scared um, and grow from it with the right um, attitude and techniques and learning. You can grow from that. And um, that's one of the reasons why I love what we do and why we love talking to people like you is Mm -hmm. because you went to the, the Arctic it was a trip that you said was bigger than you. Um, it was an all-female trip that was doomed to fail, you know, from the beginning, as they, you know, and each in, each individual person on the trip would have had their own hang-ups about it and their own pressures, and you did it, you know? And you may have come back a little scarred and a little cold and a, and a little bit sort of, you know, harmed by the experience, but overall, it, it's helped you grow. And one of the things i always wondered was you know when you did that trip given all the stress all the personalities when you finished yeah and you were home was it the sense of success and ear punching or was there like almost a, an anti-climax or was there okay i gotta recover from this now you know what uh, was I'm your alive. feelings and yeah <laughs> uh
2: yeah because you guys know this stuff so well i love it um it's both of those, the, the latter two. So, you know, the sense of, okay, initially went as a group, once we reached Ward Hunt, which is where the sort of first stop was, where we got some real food in, you know,
1: like, yeah,
2: and um, not dried salami. Um, yeah. It was, uh, it was that sense of, look at us, we're amazing. You know, we feel amazing, done it. And then we would go home and trying to tell the story, can't articulate it. As, at all you've just got to say yeah we've done it and people just want to hear the good stuff so it's really that's quite challenging um not to be able to talk about it um so um and it is real anticlimax, climax I think because then it's going wow what do I do now <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: what yeah.
2: do I do so, um yeah anticlimax, climax I'd say but um a quiet sort of sense of yippee you
1: know yeah it's and funny I because, because do hear that <laughs> it's interesting because it is like nam isn't it you don't know you weren't there man <laughs> you know so like, so like yeah that's uh, it uh, so when, I, I remember when yeah. me and andy were saying when we first come back from base camp and people say what what's it like they want to almost hear a tale of derin do and yeah you know they, they, but in actual fact you want to just say It's 90% suffering. Um, I'm going to sound like a right moaner if I tell you (laughs) what it's like. So do you know what? I'm just going to lie.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It was really beautiful. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm not not
1: lying, but I pick and choose all the moment I first saw Everest... uh, the moment I summited, it was amazing. Yeah. Um, and I don't tell them about the time in the tent when I'm like, Andy, look at this rash on my ass. You know, you
0: know and I'm like, it's fine,
1: don't worry about and it, Andy's like, it's fine. Don't worry about it. You know, all of that funny stuff. But um, but yeah, it's oh, it's, it's so fascinating.
2: Yeah, it's, it's fun. It's fun to do and and explore it because I think because it's a yeah. story that's 25 years old, and actually, I can still tell different stories about it you know so uh do you think you'll ever go back i would love to actually i think you know um one of my one of the girls that did the expedition as well um has gone on to lead expeditions in the arctic amazing awesome yeah so she's amazing um and I'd love to go back into my own steam, you know, like my in my yeah. with the people I pick and the people, you know, yeah. my time and that sort of thing. So yeah, absolutely.
0: I'm I'm holding my hand up here, by the way. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm in.
2: Let's, <laughs> let's do it.
0: If you pick a <laughs> <Yeah>. snappy <junction. laughs> Yeah.
1: Um yeah, I doubt I'll be the first person ever to have a, a knee injury and go to the Arctic. But you know, that's all it's, it's the only excuse I need. Um, yeah. So um, actually, th- this has turned into like a job interview. So, Paula, I've been to the Himalaya and uh, Kilimanjaro and um, been to many expeditions.
0: <laughs> well, um, I actually want to talk about your expeditions, actually, because I know uh, obviously yeah. the North Pole thing was, was huge in your life. And, and then afterwards, I, I know you've you led uh, quite a lot of expeditions, didn't you, for um, yeah. I suppose young people? Um, yeah. What What was that journey like? And, you know, I, I mean, it sounds awesome because obviously we're in the game now and we, you yeah. know, we see it all the time. But what, what was that journey like for you?
2: Yeah, well, I think it was just, um, again, it sort of goes hand in hand with what I'm so passionate about, being in the adventure and travel, actually sort of add value to young people as well. I was like to watch them grow from young people to young adults, actually. That was the thing. And the greatest thing was not stepping in all the time, you know, not – I was a guide, facilitated guide. I wasn't um, a parent, if you like, so so, – Well, a parent in a sort of safeguarding perspective, of course. But... You can
0: hand them back <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> afterwards. Yeah.
2: So I knew how to have fun with them as well. I was sort of still young enough to sort of get that um, age group, that sort of the humour and stuff, but um, and be able to have conversations with them. But I think it's just watching the growth. Um, because like you said about that comfort zone, when we're in stretch, when we're in an environment we're not used to, um, it can be quite challenging but actually it's also a fantastic learning opportunity and if you've got the right person there to support that learning experience it's amazing what you can see you know like that growth so and the thing's all really positive and it and because it wasn't all yeah
0: it's not all the better roses is it you know (laughs) exactly
2: but yeah so i i that's a bit that i remember more than anything is the the sort of learning watching them come back and go and as different people you know um yeah yeah Um, And actually, I always felt comfortable in Africa because I'd lived there and um, so I knew it. So I was always really happy to go back um, and share that experience.
1: It's an amazing Um, country, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. There's that cliche that once you go to Africa, you know, Mm -hmm. it it gets under your skin and and it becomes part of you. And I I remember saying this to Andy the first time. because Andy went to Africa way before I did. And then my first time was traveling with with him. And um I remember the first day that we like walked outside the hotel and just like experience it. And I remember thinking like this is like not even the same planet. It was amazing. And the yeah. people yeah. Uh, are so full of life over there. It's really strange. We experience lots of different cultures around the world, but mm. nowhere like Africa will I be forced to dance <laughs> and sing. <laughs> You
0: know, that you should all dance of more often. Yeah. It's better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Life's too it short. Yeah. And yeah.
2: dance like everybody's watching rather than, yeah, dance like yeah. watching here, you know.
1: <laughs> you can yeah, try it now. Which,
0: which... <laughs> I'll be honest, Paula. That might that
1: might be beneficial for me, but you might be creating more problems than you're solving there But the poor souls that have to watch me dance, <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna need some positivity and resilience to get through that experience.
0: I've seen you dance. Um yeah, I, like it took me a couple of years to get over it. But um <laughs> But no, I, I think Dave touched on a good point there. Like, you know, we're very lucky, aren't we? Living in the Western world in terms of what we have and I think yeah. when you do go to certain places, then people still smile yet they have nothing. Mm. I think it teaches you a, a lot around appreciation mm. and gratitude. Personally, yeah. that's what I've learned from it, and yeah. also as well as Brits and uh, you know, and I'm sure anyone who's listening to this will, you know, might disagree or agree, but I think as Brits we we love to complain, but mm. when you go to these places and you come back, you think, you know what? I'm not going to con- I'm not going to complain about the weather anymore. I'm not going to yeah. complain that my ah oh, my my the fuse is blowing on my kettle. So what? You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah. it doesn't really matter um, yeah. and for me that, that gives you're allowed to have that positivity then because you, you're not complaining all the time mm.
2: yeah it's good perspective I agree definitely yeah, yeah.
0: Excellent.
2: they're easily forgotten as well they when you
0: get <laughs> <laughs> I know, yeah, I, I know, yeah. yeah yeah it's um yeah right. I mean we, we've, we've talked about a lot already but I think uh, certainly around our ever trackers who we are listening what advice would you give them in, in terms of like you know before going on these big challenges and and going out outside of their comfort zone—is there any kind of pearls yeah. of wisdom or you know advice you've given?
2: Yeah, I think yeah, I think it's ultimately is about learning. I think I've mentioned it earlier. It's about coping strategies that you've got in place. So when when it's um, so when you're feeling a bit low or feeling a bit um, under the weather, what do you do? What what helps you? You know, yeah. what helps you to feel good about yourself. Um, having these coping strategies because um, how you're going to manage under those situations. It's really important to recognise uh, what works for you. I mean, not everything's going to work at the same time, you know, but different things work at different times. But, like, in the Arctic for me, it was about music. So when I had my hour, I used to just sing in my head. You know? Awesome. <laughs> all sorts of stuff, you know, everything from Jungle Book to um, um, One Finger, One Keep Movie. <laughs> so... <Yeah>.
1: Um,
2: <laughs> It's really, you know, it's, it's about finding what really works for you, what things, and I think with people during COVID, it's been an opportunity for people to be more creative and establish what things work and yeah. uh, what makes you feel good and what it can be really simple as well. But if you've got these in place, then that can really help. Um, having a buddy as well, like having somebody on the expedition that you can relate to and you can talk to and yeah. that you feel supported by. Um, so I yeah, that's really important. Feeling connected is one of the biggest things I think for me as well. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, support and feeling good.
0: Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Nice. No, um. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> good pools of wisdom there, Paula. And no, it's
1: yeah, exactly.
0: I think, Dave, is there anything else to add before we finish? I know we we've covered a lot um, already. No, I think. um
1: yeah, I think it's been great talking to you. But it, it's one of these conversations that this podcast could be four hours long. I think I if we really delve into <laughs> everything. But um, but yeah, I, I I mean, I know just from obviously we, we got introduced from a mutual friend, and I I looked up your um I love the name by the way, my white dog. Great. Um, I you. I think I I think that's great. But although your dog is black, right, Paula, your actual <laughs> dog is black, yeah. I um, love that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But um, but yeah, one thing I I think that the message that you're putting out there, I think is so so valuable. And um, I'm really glad that members of like the adventure community that have done that, um, you know, give back and, and, and share that wisdom because you know, the value of travel, it's been in your genes since you were a child. And I think we all have that, you know, urge for adventure it's why when we're Mm. kids we play with toys and our toys are never just going to work at the office from nine till five right they're always doing something amazing so it's always there and I think to nurture that and actually make people healthier as a result of going on these trips and pushing their boundaries and conquering their Everest it it is really amazing so um yeah keep keep my white dog going and keep pushing that out there that's fantastic I love what you're doing guys as well so um
2: you know I love it you know still in the playground aren't
0: you <laughs> always yeah mate, exactly always. Yeah, yeah um we i, ser- well, we I served to get my back time. To the playground yeah
1: yeah well we served our time in the in the, in the banks and insurance companies of the
0: world and um
1: yeah. no, i've been paroled and i never want to go
0: back <laughs> you know no it's, it's certainly no we, we can't wait to get back and you know that, that's why we're kind of inviting people like yourself paula to talk about your journey and you know, I hope if you're listening as well, you know, you've uh, you've enjoyed listening today. Uh, but, Paulie, yeah, I just personally want to say thanks for, for obviously coming on and, and taking time out of your day, um, you know, to, to obviously come and, and chat with me and Dave. Um, whilst we're not in the office, because <laughs> it's been weird because we did go back to the office and then the day where you're off, I've been away, so I'm at home. Um, but, yeah, honestly, it's been it's been fantastic. And, you know, hopefully, um, yeah, you've enjoyed uh, chatting with us as well, Paula.
2: I have it's been brilliant really lovely I love your philosophy guys it's just brilliant and um, really best of luck with all the expeditions going forward you yeah. can get out there yeah. soon but uh, <laughs> it's always good to t- talk about adventure and travel so thank you very much
0: yeah. no honestly it's been awesome know. you know the mental side of things is a big it's been a big part of my life trying to try to focus on that and and try and get as much positivity out there um yeah so thanks for for doing that and good luck with the book as well I know you're working on it now and once it's launched, mate, we'll uh, be able to read it, and I'm going to spell spelling mistake. <laughs> but don't worry <laughs> about it. <laughs> no, no, I, I can't wait because I know uh, you've got a lot to share, and I know we haven't, we haven't got nowhere near enough time on the podcast to talk about it. But yeah, thanks for thanks for coming on the podcast. We'll uh, we'll chat soon.
2: Brilliant.
0: excellent. Thanks, Paula.
2: Thanks, Take care. Thank you.
0: So yeah, that yeah. was Paula Power. Um, Dave, that was a fantastic um, uh, little uh Yeah, talk awesome, Paula, wasn't
1: it? Yeah, I, I mean, to be honest, Paula's one of those who I think that podcast could have been three hours long.
0: Um, yeah, yeah. you can
1: really like she we barely scratch the surface of her like um you know everything she knows and everything she's learned about resilience and um you know the the mental outlook and the mental side of the game which we we try to big up as much as we can um because we know that you know on these expeditions and stuff like that it's it's probably one of the biggest battles that you can have yeah. um and yeah all of the stuff that she's doing about mental first aid um you know mental resilience is it, 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 if you know if you think that that arrow should be in your quiver hit Paula up because um yeah she can seriously you know take you to the next level
0: yeah what is it it's uh, my white dog isn't it is
1: the yeah uh... so yeah so yeah if you're going to check out Paula check out my white dog um yeah so it's her website is set up basically she's writing a book about it as well so do keep your uh your eyes peeled but honestly i think there's yeah. so much you can learn from we always say everybody's Everest is different, don't we, Anne? You know, so yeah, yeah. if you're struggling to, you know, tackle your Everest, whether that actually be Everest or whether that's you just want to be active, whether that's you want to feel better day to day, all of the lessons that she's sort of learned from her Arctic expeditions, her travels in Africa, and everything that she's gone through, um, you know, yeah, hit her up. <laughs> <I'm>,
0: <laughs> no, I hope I'm getting exactly, my point across. <laughs> the nail on the head there. I think um, I, I, for me, certainly, when I took from Paula um as you know dave babe, i'm i'm big on the mental side and i know she she works with mental first aid uh, nowadays um but i think that obviously the the journey she's been on especially the ones to the north pole um made her realize that to, to develop the, the the muscle between your ears is the most important thing um yeah. you know and i think we can all learn something just just from her story for sure so yeah i hope you uh, if you're listening to this i hope you've enjoyed it um as dave said there if you go if you if you give my white dog a little google um, you should be able to find um, Paula's uh, website there. We'll put it in the show notes as well. <clears throat> Excuse me. Couldn't book off again. Um yep, Never go <laughs> I still can't escape it. <clears throat> or maybe we should call it something else these days, but I'm not sure. Um, but, yeah, so I'll put that in the notes. Don't forget as well. Um, I'll also put this in the show notes. But if you're interested in any sort of adventure, um, especially if it's uh, like going to Everest Base Camp, uh, don't forget you can go to bit.ly, Everest BC Guide. Um, so if you put that into, um, yeah, if you, if you search that up, so like this bit.ly forward slash Everest BC guide, uh, you can get the full itinerary of Everest Base Camp, uh, as well as a, a walkthrough of videos. So you can see a little bit of more a uh, little bit more about what the adventure is to Everest Base Camp. But uh, yeah, Dave, fantastic. All right. Well, uh, I know we this is our second guest and we've got um, uh, another guy lined up, uh, Paul Fosh, coming in in a couple of weeks time, uh, which I'm really excited to, to sort of listen yeah. to. Um, and yeah, Dave, any, any final words, mate?
1: No, I think, um, yeah, I think what Paula has said is going to be incredibly valuable to all the Ebertrackers. I think Paul Fosh is going to uh, bring something else to the table as well. Um, it is quite weird, though, isn't it? Like, first two people we have, both women, both record breakers, one in the North Pole, one in the South. Paul Fosh is coming in. Let's just say he's not afraid of getting cold as well. Um, <laughs> that's going to be an awesome one as well. But no, yeah, let's uh, let's let's keep this ball rolling. I wonder who we could have on next. Is that exactly. Obama on the line?
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, Elon uh, did send me an email, so I might get back to yeah. him. Yeah, um, I'm sure that we can learn a lot from his journey. <laughs> uh, but right guys. Okay. Well, well, thanks. And uh, obviously, if you loved uh, listening to this today, don't forget to uh, if you if you're on iTunes, leave us a little review. Um, you know, we reach way more people if um, you know. It, obviously, we get more listeners and um if if this is if you really enjoyed this you know share it on social media and tag a couple of friends that you think really enjoy listening to this um and yeah we'll see you next time yeah awesome cheers guys